Hello and welcome back to the Full Fat Podcast, almost entirely in 1080p. I'm joined by Charlie Lilly and Terry Merkin and this week we got back out in the cinema again and we also watched The Bad Batch and the concluding part of The Clone Wars, Mystery of a Thousand Moons. Shall we start with The Bad Batch this week, guys? Yeah, What do you guys think? Why not? That's good. Why not? <laughs> Tezza, what did you think? Better than last um, week? I thought the first half was quite weak. I was a bit bored. I was like, oh, it's just Omega getting lost on a new planet. Ooh. Mm. Um, but then when Fennec showed up, we had the chase. It was, it was sick. It was pretty good. I'm really happy with the second half of the episode. Chaz Beast. Uh, see, I... Uh... Uh, I've, you know, it's got that kind of story of, oh, you know, she's gone missing again. A very Mandalorian-esque in, in that sense of, like, you know, the child's gone missing, need to protect the child. She's ran off in this busy town. Um, but I did enjoy the action. I think it was cool mm. to see it in that Blade Runner sort of Attack of the Clones-esque uh, city that we had at the, that we had them chasing through. I thought that was really cool. Pandora. Um, I mean, Pantora. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> We were saying, weren't we, Matt, that like it feels like every sci-fi thing has to have some sort of like riff on Pandora, don't they? Like every planet, yeah. they usually have some it's sort like, of planet. There's or they just straight up just Pandora, call it Pandora. Pandora. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, we've got Avatar. Yep. Terry yep. just cut out for me there, so all I heard was Pan. Yeah, so like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just <laughs> I said, or they just straight up call it Pandora. That's true. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, I agree with you guys pretty much. Like, I, I groaned at the start of the episode when it was it had that Mandalorian setup of, oh, we're running low on this thing with our ship and we're going to have to land somewhere. And I was like, okay, okay. Um, but I did think the chase uh, and everything with Fennec, to be honest, was pretty great. I'm glad that she's come in as an extra character. And I'm also wondering what other bounty hunters we might see. They announced Fennec, but... Um, I'm starting to get the feeling there might be some that are kept under wraps. Boba Fett is operating in this era. In Bad Batch. Yeah, yeah, because, like, Fennec's obviously a holdover from Mandalorian. Yes. Which I think course. is quite nice, and we're seeing her at a younger date. Um, and obviously, like, younger Boba Fett, he's probably a teenager at this point, isn't he? It's yeah, that's really cool three years think. after Attack of the Clones, yeah. isn't it? The end of the Clone Wars. So we could still see him. Well, I he think that would be interesting. He does appear in season two of the Clone Wars because season two of the Clone Wars is called Rise of the Bounty Hunters. Yes, which I'm very excited about. We're very so. close to mm. finishing season one now. But anyway, we'll do that in a sec. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I really liked the chase. I thought it was really, really impressive. There was yeah. a lot of really well composed moments where, do you know what I mean? We're in like a wide as the ship's gone past and then like Phoenix jumped out, rolled into like a close up and the explosions behind her. Oh, that was yeah. so good. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? That was and, the and... shot I was going to talk about as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know what reminds sorry, me of? I stole your thunder. Is there any shots you really like, Terry, before I nick them from you? The one where Fennec flies out of her exploding ship and she rolls oh. and it's really close up on her and the ship's exploding in the background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really like that bit too, actually. Charlie, what, what shot did you like? Uh, well, do you know that shot you were just talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that one. Uh, no, but also, uh, I was just going to say, uh, it's, uh, it reminds me of the shot from Planet Terror, where a similar thing happens with a helicopter, and she's got a machine gun leg out, and then you see it explode in the background while she's like, 
framed very similar to oh when she sort of like crowd the yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it's been years since i watched that but i do i, do, I think i do know what you're talking about which remind me of that which is also funny that you mentioned boba fett which was in the robert rodriguez episode oh the mandalorian all... so there's it's all you know i gotta say i'm very excited for rodriguez to return to that boba fett sphere is is he then is it confirmed? Or? Yeah, he's. I think they brought him on as the executive producer, which, as we know, doesn't mean too much. It just means he's uh, gave him some money. Yeah. <laughs> Put <laughs> his name following on, it. on from that, I think he said he's probably going to direct at least an episode out of four. Sweet. So, yeah, we're going to get some he good... He deserves it uh, after that one. Nice. Oh, yeah, the action in that episode was fantastic. Yeah, and it was great. basically just Timur Morrison chucking a stick around. <laughs> yeah, just whacking I mean. people with a stick. We should but, do, like... Live action Bad Batch, but just Tamira Morrison playing all these parts. Well, just have him, like, I mean, dressed up as the different clones and stuff, and how they look different. I I saw some really good fan art uh, that someone had done of like the Bad Batch as if they were live action, so they were all modelled on Tamira oh, Morrison. That would be cool. Yeah, I have to send it to you because I, I was just blown away by it. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, the artist is has escaped my head. I should I should have mentioned them. Um, cool maybe I'll, I'll give it to Charlie you can pop it up on the, crit- on the look, video yeah. version yeah uh, but yeah no, I thought it was a fun episode it was it was light on development wasn't it we had no Tarkin no Camino this episode but I thought mm. it was a, it was a fun chase mm. and you know for, for TV animation it blew me away like it was it was oh, it was yeah. making me think about like the Incredibles to Mrs. Incredible ch- bike chase do you know what I mean and fantastic. like going from watching Clone Wars into watching Bad Batch you can see like how far the animation has come Mm, definitely. Which is like definitely. a really interesting journey. All the definitely. lights um, on the ships and everything, like illuminating the city, yeah. like it, it, you know, the, the shadow and the depth um, in all the shots in Bad Batch is just like, yeah. it's, it's insane, isn't it? The stage we've gotten to with TV animation. The lighting and stuff. Um, I wonder yeah. how much that was influenced, because the lighting is really good and I think that's what makes it different when we're watching... Um, Clone Wars to this um, mm. and I wonder if it's anything to do with I know that in Toy Story 4 the uh, they recreated uh, this animation thing and obviously Pixar are kind of a strand of Lucas arts aren't they in film so oh, I wonder if they're using that similar technology where it was something to do with the light I can't remember exactly but in mm. Toy Story 4 they had this like more uh, sort of realistic light thing that they did where they could sort of control a fake sun essentially and like make oh, things okay oh, cool. I, I don't know i need to look more into it but yeah. i remember that was the basic gist of it um and it's that's what, similar to what you were saying about ridley scott um on alien covenant he can sort of see the cgi can't he like all set up and ready in like a it, it, it seems like now what they can do with computer animation is you can set it up in a sort of like an interactive environment do you know what i mean mm. so you can see how it's going to look or how it's going to play rather yeah. than them creating the frames Yes, exactly. Um, it's it, it's mind blowing stuff. It's incredible. They're doing some crazy stuff over there, like particularly obviously with the Mandalorian yeah. sets and stuff. I think it's only going to get bigger and, mm. and better, hopefully. I just hope the story can get a bit more exciting because the animation's already there. Yeah, I agree. And the sound design on that chase was so good. Like it felt exactly like Attack of the Clones. It like, did. There was one point when the ships went by, and it's like one of my favourite ship noises. It's like wob 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 wob. I like nearly lost my mind. I was like, that's really cool. Really cool. I think there's some great ship noises in that yeah. Attack of the Clones chase. I particularly like, I can't believe we're breaking down the sound effects in this Attack of the Clones <laughs> chase. Um, cinema. Um, yeah, no, I really like it. You know when Zamzel like turns and looks at Anakin and she goes like a bit, um, she like shapeshifts. There's yeah. like a really good like <laughs> sound that I always enjoy. 
But yeah, no, uh, story, I'd say five out of ten. The visuals, nine out of ten this week. Yeah, Definitely, one hundred percent. I'm on board should with we, that. Should we move into some more Star Wars? <laughs> more Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> Clone Wars. Uh, this week, the concluding part to the Doctor Vindy saga. Although, unfortunately. He wasn't in it very much, was he? We were sort of left to deal with the no. fallout of what he unleashed last week with the Blue Shadow Virus. And um, it was it was quite an exciting episode, I thought. You had a good ticking clock with Padme Ahsoka, um, Jar Jar and the clones trapped, sort of succumbing to the virus. And then you had this uh, really interesting, fun B-plot with Anakin and Obi-Wan going on this race against time adventure to another planet to try and get the antidote. But then, of course that planet had its own sort of thing, didn't it, that was very interesting. I think this episode was really good, but you could almost could have split the episodes into two. Mm. I think we would have complained if we split them into two, though, because it wouldn't have been enough, if that makes sense. I think it was like just, a, just the right amount to keep mm. the pace going, to keep you interested. There was a great A plot, a great B plot. I think it was like a, just a really well-composed episode. Yeah, you're probably right, because I... I, I, I... I, I did find it very exciting and more exciting than the last couple of episodes because yeah. so much was happening. But I did also find by the end of the episode, for example, I really liked that character that was basically like a young Anakin, you know, where he was like really good at fixing so droids, he was a bit impulsive, and Anakin obviously like had that moment where he destroyed half his droids, so they obviously got, got that rivalry. Yeah. And I thought that was really nice that Anakin wasn't recognising himself in, in the child at the start, do you know what I mean? He was just getting mm. frustrated um, with him. Yeah, um... But then by the end of the episode, the kid just sort of goes, doesn't he? You never really get like a... I think, I think there was a chance for some meteor characterisation between the two of them. And that's what led me to think by the end of the episode, oh, perhaps, perhaps it should have been a three-parter. But I do understand what you're saying, Terry. It, it, it felt more yeah. exciting, didn't it? Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I like that we was cutting from like uh, the Ahsoka stuff, like taking down the thing to... Uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan going on this sort of weird mission where we've got this mystery of like is this person sort of this ghost sort of angel thing sort of mm, that was really corrupting cool. the land of this place you know stopping people yeah. from doing things I thought that was cool I thought it was a nice mystery and I like it's something that you can only sort of do in Star Wars which I like um, it was a nice mystery as well because we were sort of saying to each other oh do we think it's going to be a guy up in the, in, in the atmosphere trying to shoot down ships that leave or is it a monster perhaps and then it turned out to be a radar dish which was still pretty exciting because <laughs> I loved the visual of all the um, yellow lines of electricity blocking them yeah that them. was cool yeah and I thought it was really cool that they can see them from the sky because obviously if you're looking in the sky and you're just seeing all these lines you're not going to go mm. oh yes a, a random energy field. I know what that is. You're going to be like, yeah. what the fuck is that? So it makes sense that they're like, it's, um, what do they call the god? I want to say Ryloth, but then Ryloth is a planet <laughs> in the next few episodes. I can't um, remember what they called the god. Um, it's, it's, it's Friday morning, Terry. I'm not going to remember the names. <laughs> Droll, was that right? Droll? Yeah, it was something like that, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. So, yeah. (laughs) I forget where I was going with it because I spent so long in the name. um... (laughs) What's the name? What's the name? I've got it. Uh... What's my point? What's my point? (laughs) Yeah. Just go around. You enjoyed it. Yes, I had a great time with this episode. And it was yeah. really fun watching, because I watched it before you guys. So watching you be like, is it going to be a ship? Is it going to be a monster? And I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only thing I'm honestly sad about is uh, great plot, great resolution, more Dr. Vindy. He just gets arrested at the end. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah
I'm Where sorry, is he at? Yeah, I was, I was expecting at least that. one yeah, 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 this episode. No, yeah, it's true. I- I'm not going to lie. I did think what was going to happen was... or I mean, this should have happened anyway. He should have been infected with the virus himself. A taste mm. of his own medicine. Yeah. But I thought what was going to happen is his final words were going to be, no, 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 no. <laughs> that would have been... That would have been so good. They need to do yeah. that. They're missing a trick if they don't. Uh, and I'm sad because I, I, I Wikipedia'd him and he never comes back. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah. That's it. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. However, can I just say, like, how did Anakin and Padme get away with it? Because they are so bait. They are so oh, obvious. Literally, like, thank you, Commander. Yeah. I love that she did the little uh, David Tennant, the Rose Tyler, I... (laughs) Anakin, by the way, if I'm going to die now, I... (laughs) And Anakin's like, oh my god, Padme, Uh, and and Ahsoka, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, he doesn't give a shit, does he? I have to go save Padme! And uh, the clones, I guess, are choking to death as well. To his credit, the first thing he says, like, my Padawan is in there, and Padme. And then he's like, it's to uh, Master Windu. And he's like, I mean, Senator Amidala. Yeah. (laughs) They all are hiding it. There's no way they don't know. If they don't know, they are. Their Jedi powers are fucking, like, shit. If they don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they can sense (laughs) things anyway, but they can't sense. Anakin and Obi-Wan, you don't even need to have the force to sense that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I sense Obi-Wan much conflict knows. in you. You yeah. can't sense that you're boning her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the Jedi keep it all on the down low because they're all at it themselves, aren't they? I mean, Obi-Wan's a hypocrite. Yeah. Who knows, you know, the... Uh, Oh, yeah, because Obi- Obi-Wan does it in The Clone Wars, doesn't he? Doesn't he have a girlfriend or something? Or yes, a team. Likes... Yes, a team. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Who we will meet. We will meet, Soon, yeah. I think. I'm intrigued Very to see soon. how that plays out, because I've never looked at Obi-Wan with that lens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so You're I'm, missing a I'm trick. curious to see. <laughs> Daddy Kenobi. Daddy I got a Kenobi. comment um, on Monday saying, I look like a cross between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Harry Potter. <laughs> And I was like, well, 50% of that is a compliment. Pretty sweet power set, though. Yeah. That would be a pretty good power set. Like, what, one in one hand, like, so many other. I'm the force. I just, we, yeah, I was so thinking OP. the force with, yeah, a, light, with a, a wand, not a lightsaber. I don't think you get a lightsaber if you're a wizard as well. Um, if I get told I look like Daniel Radcliffe and Obi-Wan Kenobi, specific, specifically Obi-Wan Kenobi, it's just the beard. Yeah, yeah that's um, enough. Then I deserve a lightsaber and a wand. Yeah. I don't think you can have both. I, think I draw I'm the line. I draw the line. Right, well, in the comments, let's decide. Uh, <laughs> does does Obi Potter deserve a Obi Potter? <laughs> Harry Kenobi. <laughs> Harry Kenobi. Uh, Harry Kenobi. That well, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Harry Kenobi. Uh, well, I mean, that was Clone Wars. I, I had a great time. I, I don't really have much more to say on both. Yeah, of them, no. It's but... just, I mean, it was good fun. Like, like you said, I mm. like the character with uh, the kid character. I like that he sort of paralleled with Anakin. I thought that was mm. cool. Like you said. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it was fun action stuff. I don't know what else to say, really. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is, yeah. Um, I'm very excited for next week because it's the Ryloth three-parter. Yeah. We did want to do this week, but it's been a busy week, guys. It's been a busy yeah. week. Um, and then it's the finale and then bang on season two. So that's going to be very exciting. Rise of the Bounty Hunters. Rise of the Bounty Hunters. Just the title alone gets me way more excited. Mm. I feel like I, like, because I, uh, I did a little schedule for us so we can keep watching these episodes and know when they're coming out. Uh, so I feel like I know like what's coming up. Yeah, we haven't stuck to the schedule. 
even in the first week. Uh, <laughs> it's been a it's been a busy week. It's been a busy it has week. been. No, it's okay. I'm I was just saying that like, I feel like I have like a weird like sense because obviously I read all the bios for the episodes. I have like a weird sense of what's coming, um, which is really I exciting. see. Yeah, sometimes streaming services just straight up spoil things. Like I was watching. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's that? Uh, you know, normal people, the Lenny Abramson thing. Yeah, I like and that I got show. I was four episodes in, right on BBC iPlayer, and when the next video, the next episode plays, it specifically basically wraps up the plot in the synopsis, and I'm like, I don't want to know that. Like, why are you saying that to me? <laughs> so bad. Yeah, like there was a really crucial uh, really? like sort of gap between episodes where basically like the two characters, romantic thing, um, mm. they're sort of apart. And you don't know when they're going to sort of reconcile. And this episode synopsis for, for, for episode four. Oh. <laughs> oh uh, now. Um, <laughs> just sort of, yeah, Full blows it away. spoilers for normal people. Damn. Yeah. I'll have to get Charlie to bleep out the episode number. Yeah, and I'll if you're it. listening and I didn't bleep it out, it means that I forgot to ask him. <laughs> Fantastic. The thing is, I'm thinking is that most of, I imagine the most of this audience is American, maybe a couple of British show. I don't think there's going to be many people that know about this BBC iPlayer show, so you might be alright. But just in case, <laughs> I think. Was it not, um, was it not well received in America? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I, I mean, I, I mm. thought it was really good, so mm. check it out if you people want to... Do you know it. what? I will check it out. No, well, I think I'm like actually it. too sure what our percentage is on the Full Fat Podcast, but I know on Full Fat Videos, um, my largest audience is American. Yeah. So... Let us know in the would've... comments. Yeah, Tell us so it's interesting from. to know. Yeah, it's interesting to know. Yeah. She's going to have loads of comments of just random places that we've never heard of. Oh, I think it's always incredibly humbling when people from all over the world have oh, said, absolutely. oh, yeah, I've watched, I'm watching this from, you know what I mean, from Hungary. I was like, I'm like, wow, like, surreal. do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just on a tiny little island here. <laughs> My favourite yeah, so was surreal. when I was streaming one time and someone came on, they were like, good morning. And I was like, it is definitely not morning. Where on earth are you? And they were like, <laughs> yeah. I'm in Australia. So oh, I thought that was really cool. They were waking up. And watching mm. my stream as I was streaming before I went to bed. <laughs> you know what, like, shitty uh, internet comments are always a bit depressing, but like, I think the people you really remember are like, that's kind of excitable yeah. energy. Do you know what I mean? People are just happy to be there. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to get your brain around the people when we sit and listen to us chat some shit. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, yes. But it's yes. always like humbling and <laughs> lovely. <laughs> So thank you all for listening yeah, to us you. talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, speaking of talking shit, uh, the cinema's opened in the UK this week, and me and Charlie have had a little bit of a whale of a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry, you haven't mm-hmm. you haven't yet gone to the cinema, have you? No, I haven't. Is this going to be a bit painful for you? Yeah, no, I, I really want to go, but unfortunately, you guys planned like your boys' trips to the cinema. So I don't want to encroach on that, but also none of my friends like want to go to the cinema, so Shame on I them. just Shame on them. have no one to go to the cinema with. So I'm just streaming the films for now. We, we can all go together. It wasn't um, Monday wasn't a gendered night. Uh, we just we just wanted to see Mr. Harry Bag, and no, we hadn't like, done anything as a yes. three in a you while. You know, you don't want your girlfriend tagging along. I get it. It's fine. I'm taking applications for a cinema buddy. Send me <laughs> videos. <laughs> Um, Post in the I'm comments. more than happy to have my girlfriend come to things. So, <laughs> well, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the real truth. You're the kid that always wants to be invited to the party, but then doesn't go. 
Yeah, I don't think you really want to see two grown men and one of them's your boyfriend uh, going, oh, oh, oh my God, to Godzilla and Kong bashing each other up. <laughs> <laughs> we see him do that on the like, daily. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> no, my favourite one was when we went to see Bill and Ted's music adventure, whatever we saw. Face the um, music. Face the music, that's the one. <laughs> and um, we went with Mr. Sean Grimsley and he laughed so, so loud in the middle of the film when we discovered that one of them looked like Matt's mum. <laughs> um, and Sean laughed so loudly and everyone was looking and that's when I decided I didn't want to come to the cinema with you guys anymore. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was a great moment. I mean, I didn't want to go to the cinema after that because I just felt ro- so utterly roasted. <laughs> It was uncanny. Sorry, Val, but it was uncanny. For all of you at home, every week Terry likes to drop in that I'm this meanie. And then you get a real look behind the curtain, don't you? They're all sitting there in the cinema roasting me. Can I just say, (laughs) our listeners never pick up that you guys are mean to me because I say it. They pick up that you guys are mean to me because you're mean to me. Baby. Darling. Hey, look, most of the time I'm sitting back and enjoying whatever's whatever's going on with you two, to be fair. (laughs) I know what I signed up for. It is what it is. Hashtag justice for Terry. (laughs) Justice for Terry. Along with Jar Jar. Justice for Jar Jar and Terry. Hashtag the full Terry podcast. (laughs) I would love that. Yes. I'm sure you will. Next next week you both have to come dressed as me with wigs on and we'll have a full Terry podcast. You're you're the Harry Styles, we're the One Direction. (laughs) Truly. And that is a sign of the times. You're looking very golden today, Terry. Am I? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you looking golden? No. (laughs) Or am I just quoting the the names of Harry Styles' songs? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I couldn't remember any others, even though he's got I'm some bangers. Oh, well, you know, after this podcast, I'm going to be on a watermelon sugar high. So. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, um, yeah. There's another one, isn't there? What's that one? I don't want to be I'm sure this is... Uh... <laughs> yeah, this is very cool. Yeah. We're just going <laughs> to have it... like 10 minutes of Matt singing Harry Styles songs now. We're, we're, we're going to have to get Charlie's sister, who is the bona fide expert on all matters. On direction. <laughs> on all things yeah, Harry Styles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, brilliant. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Godzilla versus Kong. Mm. What did mm. you think, Char? Okay, right. So first of all, just to be in the cinema again, and immediately the movie starts and you hear like Godzilla's mm. roar, and it—I mm. I hadn't heard anything that loud in a while because we went to <laughs> cinema and it like sent through. It went through my chest and shit, and I was like, Charlie I was actually a bit frightened. Right I was a bit frightened. <laughs> I was. I was uh, a bit frightened, and then I was like. This is what I've wanted. This is why I waited <laughs> yep. to watch this yep. in the cinema. I wanted to feel his fucking roar. Whilst he was roaring, I wanted to be, you know, be terrified by these mm. giant monsters smashing the sea. And that's exactly what it was. Charlie like, Lily, 2021. I want to feel <laughs> his fucking roar. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking roar. <laughs> um, Terry, since you haven't seen it, I think we should structure this review in lieu of trying to sell you. Okay. Why. Not only That's you a good should idea. see Godzilla vs. Kong, but you should see it in the cinema. Okay. Uh, I, I, I want to pour one out for all the homies that watched it on streaming. I really do. Because yeah, as Chai said, <laughs> the sound system was electric. It was exactly <laughs> what I wanted from the cinema. It's exactly what I've yeah. missed for months. I, I had a rip-roaring time. And you know what, as well? Here's how I'm going to sell it to you, Terry. 
Godzilla versus Kong. They don't waste any time, do they? They don't waste any time setting it up. Like, there's basically like a one-line fix of, oh, Kong can't get out of Skull Island or he's going to fight Godzilla. They take him out of Skull Island. What happens? He fights Godzilla within the first 30 minutes. And then he has... And it's fantastic as well. That That first fight, I was actually shocked at how well it was done. I have a question. Oh, yes. Is Godzilla cute in the movie? Yes, he is. <laughs> I was actually cooing next to Charlie and Harry when they were doing things like because Terry. Not only do they fight, but they have quite cute moments where they sort of interact, and you're getting like full scenes. Obviously, they don't talk, but they're just sort of looking at each other like, and then the other one's like, and then they sort of eventually become friends. They have this uh... moment where they're like, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, so I have another question: yeah. Which of the two of you is Kong, and which of the two of you is Godzilla? <laughs> Um, do you mean as fans or do you mean as like personalities and looks uh, do you know what both put yourself in their corners and then put yourselves in their shoes I think the problem with the fans is that I think we're both team Kong aren't we yes I'm team Kong yeah, definitely I'm team, team Kong, Kong and, yeah. I, and I was very happy that this was like Kong was almost the protagonist he gets yeah. the, the opening shot and the final shot and he sort of it's, it's, a lot of it is from his perspective which I was quite yes. surprised about same. I'm surprised that, yeah, he was basically like the protagonist, essentially, I guess. Of, yeah. Of the it movie. feels like a sequel to the first two Godzilla films, but it feels like, in terms of the script, it's a followation. 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 Followation is Big not Big brain a energy. Word. Big brain yeah. energy. <laughs> Bungee jumpable, followation. They're not words. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I, I think out of the two of us. I'm torn on who would be Godzilla for this reason, right? I okay. think I would be Godzilla and he would be Kong because Charlie's, you know, like the agile, does a bit of MMA, a bit of jiu-jitsu on the weekends, you know. Um, whereas Godzilla's a lot more, you know, <laughs> likes to complain. That's me, innit? Um, yeah, that's true. Likes to complain. But like I love the thought that Godzilla's just going, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, this fucking <laughs> building got right Not in my foot. bloody like ape again. <laughs> Oh, it's worse. It's, it's horrible when you step on a building, isn't it? It gets all stuck <laughs> in your foot. <laughs> you think Lego's bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think you might possibly be Godzilla. It might be the other way around because I do have longer arms than you. That's what I was going to say. I, I do have, you know, as my rap name is, Little Limbs. Um, I do feel, you know, people do call me T-Rex because I've got my little arms for a reason and a big head. So I do feel like, <laughs> you know, it could be Godzilla. So You're like there. that T-Rex from Meet the Robinsons. Without <laughs> a big head and little arms. <laughs> so is there a female character in this? Is there a female monster? No, no female characters. No female, no female characters. No, this, this is total testosterone all the way through. Um, no, there is Terry, let me tell you, this is monsters. directly tapping into the pleasure centres of my 13-year-old self. All right, this whole <laughs> movie from start to finish. Yes. That, you know what? You unsold it. You unsold it. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to watch it now. <laughs> I don't want to m- watch men run around after <laughs> animal men. <laughs> um, to be fair, uh, Terry, there are no female characters, but to the film's credit, there's no male characters either. Like, there's no characters. <laughs> there's like, no everyone just sort of t- turns up. And Adam Wingard, I really respect him, director Adam Wingard, because I have a lot of time for the guest. I've got a lot of time for your next Hmm. Um, and you can tell when they hired him for this, they went, this is going to be your big studio movie. You get to make whatever you want after this. And he looked at that and he looked at the title. We went Godzilla versus Kong. That's what I'm going to be focusing on. And you can tell that because this, the, all the action and all the sequences and all the ideas behind the sequences, I think were fantastic. I agree. I was impressed. I was, I was, I was, I was actually 
more impressed than I thought I was going to be. I no thought it was going to be fun, but I actually really enjoyed it. No Everything else in between, the human characters, Rubbish. the plot, it's all ludicrous. But ludicrous. doesn't it feel like, doesn't it feel like, like you said, I feel like he was like, look, let's just get that stuff out of the way so we can watch Kong and Godzilla smash each other. And that's what I kind of wanted. And that's what I liked about it. I was like, he didn't, he didn't <laughs> expect... Or we'll beat each other up. Let's be honest. They don't get that friendly. <laughs> but I just like that. I like that he was just like, yeah. You know, don't don't take it too seriously. There's no way we can take Godzilla versus Kong seriously. Mm. You know, let's just go balls to the wall with it. Let's just make every character just say exposition so that we can get to the fights between Godzilla and Kong. And you know, they don't just fight once. That's what I like about it. It's not like, you know, the build up to the end. It's not like Batman versus Superman, do you know what I mean? Like, I, if anything, I was actually sad to I think it can almost learn from the structure. <laughs> Batman versus Superman of this movie, in the sense Amazing. that, you know, you get multiple fights. So what you're saying is, your anime. review, sorry, your review of Godzilla versus Kong is, does what it says on the tin. Oh, yeah. It does what it says on the tin, yeah. yeah. And then some. And um, then I some. Think, and then yeah. some. Yeah. No, honestly, um, we've got to save cinemas this summer. If you haven't seen Godzilla vs. Kong yet on streaming, go and see it in the cinema. You will not regret it. it. The sound system is... Do you want to go again? Um, would I see it again? It's would weird because obviously... Again with me? It's, it, I would see it again if you really wanted to see it, yeah. I yeah, can I watch it on streaming, but you've seen no, the it's not the same. You, it, to me, it won't so be as enjoyable. Now you have to take me to the cinema. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we could see Spiral. Is that Sorry. the other film but you saw from the Book of Saw? Yes, mm. um, we saw that on Wednesday, didn't we, Char? Do you say we did see that on Wednesday? It's a, from the Book of Saw. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically um, Chris Rock. Um, wrote and sort of developed. See, I thought he wrote own... it, but he didn't. Oh, he didn't. Yeah, because I thought he did, but he didn't. There's two other writers on oh. it. But I know he, I know that he pushed the idea. I'm pretty sure that's true. So he um, developed it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he developed it. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so he it's within the it. Saw franchise. Yeah, it's basically. Okay. Nah, I don't want to see that. Oh, really? Yeah, you're not, no. not a Saw fan. I've never had any interest. I don't see the appeal at mm. all. It's just not my bag of chips. See, again, if we're trying to sell you on the idea of going, I yeah. would say that the pitch for this movie and what I think is interesting about it is I think it's a perfect jumping on point. Definitely. Um, it's like taking the traps from the old movies and instead sort of reworking it into a 7-esque, although I think that's a bit of a compliment, to be honest, yeah. a 7-esque uh, sort of thriller where it's about the detectives and about them working out who the killer is. So it's more like a detective story. I just don't see why you wouldn't just make a different movie. Okay, Terry. Here's another way I could tell you. Okay, here's another way I could okay, tell you. Okay, okay. The the angle on it is it's to do with like police corruption and the copycat killer rather than targeting you know random people is targeting bent cops. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and, and Chris Rock's character is a guy that basically is hated on the false because 10 years prior, he snitched. He did the right thing because this guy murdered someone, murdered an innocent civilian and then he pretended that it was like a witness pulled a gun on him. Um, it, it's an interesting movie for that on that on that topic and it, it sort of touches on um police brutality and police corruption and you know like a lot of conversations that have been prevalent in the last year mm. um 
and sometimes it does it with nuance and then mm. other times it's a bit cartoony and I feel like it could have had a bit more balls. Like there's a, there's a moment where a cop, there's evidence that a cop's killed someone and they basically frame it so that like the camera caught the exact perfect moment that the guy flipped in the birds out the car window. Do you know what I mean? Like, and you're, you're watching it like, right, we're just getting our exposition here. Do you know what I mean? Rather yeah. than it being a moment. Yeah. Um, so you just don't understand like why you wouldn't just be brave and make a film an independent film on that topic I don't know why it needs to be a sore well, I think it's it's hard to get things made at the moment and I can totally see why having those conversations within the trappings of a sore movie do you know what I mean I suppose it, it, I like, think... if you've got the platform use it definitely yeah and also like I think it's interesting for oh <laughs> I thought I've, it, it, he's he's pissed off that comment. <laughs> he's so done. He doesn't want to but hear me did, slam the done. saw. saw can't, anymore. Can't be dealing with spiral anymore. But why did it have to be a saw movie? What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to um, be fair, Charlie is Lee Winnell's biggest fan. I am. I am at the moment. Are he's you? killing for the good game. reason. For a very good reason. Yeah, no, it just doesn't sound like something that I would be interested in. But I will give it a go for the purposes of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I think if you're not a fan of Saw, it's not going to necessarily convince you. Okay. Um, I think if anything, we were talking about Charlie about like the traps. Are, there's some good ideas for the traps without spoiling too much, but most of them do this really annoying thing with the bad Saw traps from the franchise. In that the person is is, is definitely not going to get out. So therefore, there's no there's no tension of will they won't they? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I think the best saw traps are when something horrible is happening to them, but there's this tiny chance if they just do this one thing where they could survive. Um, and and a, a lot of the traps, it was like from the word go in Spiral. You're like, well, there's no way they're getting out of that, are they? Yes. No, that was my problem with some of them. It was like I don't. They didn't really do a good job. One of setting up the tension. It kind of felt like here's the filth. Like here's the people getting their limbs all exploded and, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the gore, but without the tension of, oh, shit, they can get out, they can get out. Like, I never really buy any of them are going to get out, mm. as opposed to, apart from one or two scenes. Um, yeah. And I think that, uh, I think that's a, an issue with it, because I think it comes across a bit like, um, celebrate, like, so kind of more celebrating the violence of it. It's, it's weird, it's a weird one. I, I think that the, mm. um, I just, I think what I didn't like about it was the traps kind of thought, felt like an afterthought at times um where it was like oh we have to put them in because it's a saw movie um as opposed to i feel like they could have really took the time like like you said matt it's always good when they have a trap where you understand the mechanics of how it works and how they can mm. get out or like like for example like one of the traps i always remember i can't remember which one it's from where they're they're trapped up and they have to like weigh down this thing this uh to get out and the only way they can weigh it down is by putting like weight on it but they don't, they don't they have all they have is like a knife and their own body so they like people like one person like, chops their arm off and puts it on another person that's like, cutting fat off their stomach and like jimmy you know I mean? like that to me is like jimmy you, know I mean? you understand the mechanics yeah. of how that works where there was a couple yeah. of ones in this where it was like how in the hell are you ever gonna get out of that jimmy you know I mean? like that i didn't buy at all you're ever gonna have a chance um, yeah and I think that there was, was some of them. We say sorry. So I was gonna say it's interesting that you said you feel that this film celebrates the violence of it, when to me the whole franchise is celebrating the violence. I think it's a it's a tricky it's a it's a thin line. I think that when Saw is good, um, 
the tension and and the and the, and the thrills uh, some mm. of the best we've ever had in horror. But then when it when it fails and when it does become that torture porn stuff, it really is. Yeah, see that's how basement. the whole thing feels to me. Like I I, I love like thriller those mm. sorts of things. I just feel like it's just mindless gore and why would i want I've, to watch it do you I, understand I, yeah i get what you're saying i think there's a there's a diff, there's, there's different types of violence in film for me where you know there is times when you can celebrate violence because in movies because it's cathartic it's catharsis mm-hmm. and you know um, and that makes sense and i think there's moments in the source trilogy where they do that where you've got a character you don't like and you kind of want to see him deal mm. with this you know what i mean or something but i think sometimes um it can go that line of like it's just straight Mindless. nasty yeah. and like he doesn't yeah do you know what I mean like there's there's a there's a line of with, with, with these things um mm. and, and that and that's what we said like, i like really violent stuff like in movies and stuff but there's there's always there's a you've got to have a level of class I... or like for example like yeah. for example like the reason i watched a video recently about tarantino's violence and the reason why his violence works is because he puts he makes it a bit slapstick he puts like almost like looney tunes-esque sound effects underneath the things and it's not something you think about but um it like in con- django with the yes. bullets they sound yes, like exactly. bombs don't they like exactly <laughs> yeah exactly that's exactly like what you'd hear in looney tunes or something but like even though it's a very violent scene it's fun and it's like a bit more it like hardness whereas when it's like being super gory and realistic but also mm. doesn't really have a point to say and it's just being nasty for nasty sake yeah I, I that's where i sort of understand people's problems with that do you know what i mean like I think my issue is not the violence. I think it's the level. Like I love action scenes. I love a good fight scene. But I think it's just the whole. Yes, I'm going to cut off my own fat. Mm. To, uh, oh no, I can't do it. And I'm really mm. squeamish too, so I just feel sick. Like. But I think what you want is. Oh, oh, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! He's gonna get the key. He's gonna get the key. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Whereas instead, a lot of the traps were just. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right, okay, yeah, let's get this along now. I yeah. get it. They're going to die a horrible, right. painful death, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but I, w- I want to say, for the record, I, I think it's it's a film. There's definitely... There's 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 things going on. There was a concerted effort to, to sort of bring something to the Saw franchise that we hadn't seen before. Um, some of it is a bit derivative of better movies, again, like with Seven, but... Uh, I, I'm not going to say I didn't have fun, and I was engaged throughout. I had but fun. It doesn't but, quite stick the landing. Yeah, I had fun with it, and I think it's got good ideas, but I don't think its executions pulled off particularly well. And I think it hits on nearly every single cliche you can think of. Um, oh my god, it and does! It, it fluctuates from having really good bits of dialogue and like character moments to having terrible bits of dialogue and character moments. So it's. It's a weird movie. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a shame because I feel like it could have been, me and Matt were like, it's a really good idea and it could have been something really special. Um, mm. But it just isn't. And I think It's the kind of movie shame. I wish I could have been going to everyone. Oh, you got to see Spiral. You've got to see Spiral. It's great. But it's, it's just not quite good enough, which no. is a shame. No, um, but, you know, I'd, I'd see Chris Rock in more dramas. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He, he was funny in it. But again, he as you funny. were saying about the, the dialogue... I feel like sometimes the dialogue was only good because it felt like they just let Chris Rock improv some of his skits. Some stand-up stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah some exactly stand-up what stuff, it felt yeah. like. Yeah. And yeah. that was the best stuff, the best dialogue stuff, when it felt like it was mm. Chris Rock sort of getting off sort of mm. jokes. But when it... Written or whatever. Yeah. When it was the um, the cliched stuff like, you're too close to this case. You're too he close to this says, case. 
you never work with a partner. He works on his own. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Oh, the classic. No. The classic. classic Maverick that. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a loose cannon. But but yeah. also, he's he, he's the he's the best one on the force. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's why yeah. they all hate him. Is yeah, all the cliches. Okay. Yeah, literally. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd be lying if I said I didn't have a good time. <laughs> yeah, okay. we do that for. So, Godzilla vs. Kong does what it says on the tin. Spiral, it's a movie. That's what I took from those two things. <laughs> Godzilla vs. Kong does what it says on the tin and it's better for it. Yeah, yeah. Spiral does what it says on the tin and then attempts to do a little bit more and it's better for it, but it doesn't quite... Hit the mark. ...come together. Yeah, I think, no, I think, yeah. I think Charlie's hit the nail on the head in terms of, like, the ideas, fantastic. The execution, mm -hmm. sometimes at times, sloppy. Very sloppy, and yeah. if you had to pick one for me to watch, which would you pick? Godzilla oh, Kong all the way, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Team, team, team Kong, baby. <laughs> That's Kong. sorted. <laughs> it's weird because I was like, I was putting down my list of films I'd seen in 2021 that like are listed as 2021, and I was like, what a weird year of movies I've seen <laughs> so far. So currently at top place, which I mean, I think is Godzilla vs Kong, right? And then underneath that is the Snyder Cut. And if anyone's listened to your favorite films awful episode, me and Matt, you know that I'm not the biggest fan of the Snyder Cut. So <laughs> what follows is like Mortal Kombat and uh, Spiral or whatever it is. But it's like, it's it's a it's a weird year uh, so it far. It is a weird year. But yeah. we've got a lot to come this year and I'm very mm -hmm. excited. And hopefully we might be in for a bit of a treat for the movies in the later of the year, so. I think so. I yeah, think so. I, I think hopefully we're going to have a good blockbuster season and then so. we're going to have a good award season. Fast and Furious. <laughs> that was in relation to the award season, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and the exactly. Oscar for best performance goes to exactly. Vinny Diesel. <laughs> Vinny I'm, D. I'm going to most... like a list of the Fast and Furious stuff that is like need to know before the next one because I feel like I can't All of sit it. here and have you guys watch it without me knowing what's going on. I would be well up so. for doing... A marathon. Oh, I don't want to do a whole marathon. I would love to do a marathon and then we've never done it on the podcast. Yes, I feel like that'd be, that'd be good for the podcast. That actually. would be that would be great. Um, okay, let's uh, let's plan that. When, out. Let's work out when it's coming out. June twenty then... fifth, I think it is over here. So, okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it makes it. Uh, it's funny in it because like if you'd have caught me ten years ago. And said to me that you you'd enjoy the Fast and Furious movies one mm. day. I would have been mm. like, "What the f shut the fuck up? What are you talking about?" I'm I went to them when trash. they came back and they were still boring. Yeah, like four uh, and five, I thought were boring. And then it was only like when it got to like six. Oh, we got a tank. Oh, hang on a minute. And then seven. I, seven was the first time I same. converted. Seven was my Church of Fast and Furious. Same, same. Um, and then retroactively, I've gone back and I kind of. I get it now yeah, yeah. a bit more. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's so over the top and ridiculous that you got to love it. And then yes. they get more and more ridiculous as they go on. So they only get better. They only get better, yeah. They're, and they go, they're, they're completely ludicrous. And this one looks mm. like the most ludicrous of all of them. And I can't wait. It literally has ludicrous in it. So wow. uh, I can't, <laughs> I can't, uh, I'm very excited for ludicrous that. Ludicrous going to make a woman holler. <laughs> I'm just shook that Charlie can like barely remember his own name, but you say when's this film coming out? He's like twenty fifth of June. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm still on movies. that. My mind is still on that. <laughs> uh, on that note, though, I do want to know quickly off the top of your head what movies you're looking forward to by the end of the year. For the end of the year, uh, Fast and Furious Nine. Fast and Furious Nine. Fast. Oh no, sorry, sorry. Fast Nine, the Fast Saga. Sorry, no, Fast sorry. F Nine, the Fast Saga. <laughs> Whatever it's called. Um, we do actually have some movie musicals coming out this year, which I'm excited about. So we've got In the Heights Ooh. coming, Ooh, which yes, is going to be seeing the very Heights. good. In the Heights looks yeah. good. The, there's a Dear Evan West Side Hansen Story? trailer. Sorry? West Side, West Side Story. Story. That's the other one. 
that looks incredible except Ansel Elgort playing Tony um, I'm really yeah. not on board with well, that. I'm off out of him that much. You, you don't have to uh, convince Charlie because he's hated him even before the scandals. Yeah, yeah no, no. <laughs> I'm, I've not been a big fan. No, I don't hate. Hate's a strong word. But to I, play I think he's a musical. He's a... Yeah. Not the one. Uh, and then we also have Dear Evan Hansen that's coming. I don't know when it's coming out, but the trailer's just dropped. And I think by the time it comes out, Ben Platt's going to be using a Zimmer frame. <laughs> And they're still going to cast him as a high schooler. The thing is, he's only 27. So he's only like a year and a bit older than you, Matt. Sorry to out you on the internet there. Um, Yeah, can we actually actually cut that? I don't like telling my age. (laughs) Remember to cut that. Remember to cut that. Um, So he's he's only 27. So he's only like a bit older than us. So, but he just looks so out of place in a high school. Like and I and I get it. Like look at Greece and stuff, but we've moved past Greece. We're we're beyond Greece. We shouldn't still be casting like we cast yeah. Greece. Like so, that's a whole niche little topic for a niche <laughs> audience of people. Um, that's good. And yeah, you, you're always concerned with musical casting, and it's interesting hearing about that other just, sort of world outside yeah. of it. They just can't get it right. However, in the Heights um, does look like brilliant casting, and that's because they haven't. I, I'm pretty sure they haven't got a star. And that's the issue. But we'll do we'll do this another time because uh, I can talk forever. <laughs> it's funny though, from because from a movie making perspective, um, I remember when the, all the Cats trailers were coming out, and they made a big deal out of the leads. And like as a movie fan, you're just there going, "Who? Who? Yeah, yeah." Do you know what I mean like, why? Why? Who? Yeah. Like why? Why are they making such a big deal out of it? But I guess for you as a musical fan, it's like, yes, they finally got someone who can actually dance yeah. and sing. It's just like you wouldn't hire. Obviously, you've got stunt doubles, but imagine a world where stunt doubles didn't exist, and you have mm. to hire somebody who can't do the fights to do the fights. Mm. Like, why would you do that? So why you see, would Terry's- you hire somebody in a musical that? can't sing and dance to do the singing and dancing like it doesn't make sense yeah sometimes though i do think you're very harsh mm. i think sometimes they can dance and sing all right for filmmaking <laughs> but, for, but for an on-screen musical no but it's a musical it's a musical so it has to be good charlie would not be happy if we watched an action film with bad action with bad yeah, but, no but, but but if you think about it like wario is an mma movie with tom hardy and tom hardy's not an mma fighter but he learned to do some of the moves for the movie. And do you mean instead it, of getting an MMA fighter in? Do you know what I mean? Because but they, did it come across as MMA standard in the movie? Yeah, I mean it was yeah, it looked decent. So that's the thing. It doesn't come across as West End. Well, it's Broadway not perfect. Standard. It's not. Don't get me wrong. Like the it's not yeah, perfect. It's not the MMA, same standard. Like, it's still, as a but like but it's a movie, a, so I don't mind. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a fiction. A, we made yeah. it up. Yeah. But if you have like a pool of people who can do it to MMA standard and also act as well as Tom Hardy. Why wouldn't you hire them? But there's not many Tommy Hardys out there. Like, as and much as there is, like, it's the start, I mean, it's, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the aura of some of these. I get it, like, it's the, it's the, yeah. the star quality, but, like, star musical theatre, a lot of musical theatre actors are as talented. We have this argument all the time. We do. Like, yeah, <laughs> but, it, but, like, but, like, it always I do understand where you come from, though. But it always goes back to the La La Land, La La Land analogy. Like, you're always saying about this, um, this, uh, Jeremy... Jordan. Jake guy, Jeremy, Jeremy Jordan. Jordan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jeremy Jordan, you're always like, oh, he should have been the lead in La La Land, not Ryan Gosling. No, like, I, didn't I can say guarantee he you, he was an example of who could yeah. have played it over Ryan Gosling. But I guarantee you, 
that would have not put bums in seats like Ryan Gosling yeah. puts bums in seats. I mean, Broadway you know I mean? is filled up star. every night. The West End is filled up every night. But it's not yeah, but you're just appealing to audience. a film audience, so you're not appealing to a Broadway audience. But, but it would bring the film audience to see the film and the Broadway and West End audiences to see the musical. I... <laughs> Matt has nothing to I, say! No, 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 I don't just... No, I... <laughs> It was just. <laughs> oh, if you really want to get destroyed, no, I'd, 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 yeah, I'd stop. Um, no, uh, I just. No, it's not I, I, often I, 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 that no. I render you speechless. I was just reveling in the moment for a second. Yeah, yeah. Well, that moment's gonna get cut short. No, uh, that moment's gonna get cut. Man. Cut it, Charles. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you cut the gap, Charles. So like, she can't be like, yeah. No, too, um, too I'm not competitive. Too competitive. I, with each other. I see what you're saying, but it's not. It's it's a completely different kettle of fish. And like, if you're playing for. To a film audience, you know what I mean? Like Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone, that's a pairing, that's a movie. Mm. Um, Joe, Jeremy Jordan, Anna Kendrick, is not is not quite the same. But then, if we if we never do it, then it's never going to change, and then we're just going to have shit movie musicals, and people are going to not watch movie musicals, and we're going to stop making movie musicals, and it's going to die. But I don't think movie musicals have been. I mean, terrible. They have. We had Les Mis, which was a pile of trash because they just cast... La La Land's actors. fantastic. La La Land is a good film. It's a it's a badly cast musical. <laughs> um, uh, excuse me. Excuse me. You're forgetting a big one. You're forgetting a big one. Go. This is the greatest show. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the greatest show, man. <laughs> Do you think on that note we should park it for next week? Yes, I think we should. <laughs> because this has been the greatest show. Uh, I've been Matt Whittle. You can get me on Twitter at Full Fat Videos. No, or is that the underscore one? I can't remember. It's you on the what? screen. It's on the screen. Yeah. I tell you what, just search Full Fat Videos on these socials yeah. if you want me, and let and Letterboxd as well. You'll find me. You'll find me. It's not hard. It's not hard. Next, Charlie, you plug your socials. Okay, right. right. You can find me. <laughs> On my podcast, Your Favourite Film is Awful, where each week we defend a negative review. We defend people's favourite films against negative reviews, right? That's what we do. So you can find me at Your Favourite Film is Awful on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. And you can find me on Twitter at Fab Films Awful. You can also find my personal account at Charlie Lee, which you'll see on this video anyway. I'll wait for listening. Tezza. Tez. Um, yeah, you can find me as Terry Merkin on stuff. You can find me as Terrell on Letterboxd. Um, please follow me on Twitch. I'm trying to build it back up after I took a little break because uh, I got stuck with some work things. But we're back. We're going to be playing some Super Smash Bros. We're going to be playing Jedi Fallen Order. I might venture into the world of Uncharted. Um, Uncharted territory. Mm-hmm, I might go through yeah. some Uncharted territory because I started <laughs> playing it and I really like it. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, and that's me, I think. Fantastic. Um, well, just a little plug before we go, just a little bit of hype train on my end. Uh, new Full Fight video coming out at the end of this week. It was going to be a pretty big epic alien video, um, but I have parked that for the time being. That will probably be coming in the next two weeks. Um, and instead, um, there's going gonna, gonna to be a little breakdown on uh, actors and CGI faces uh, across the Star Wars franchise. Uh, you know, like Grand Moff Tarkin, Rogue One, that sort of stuff. Um, it's a fun video. I've had a lot of fun making it, and that's going to come out the weekend, so please check it out. And there'll also be another video next week on a topic I've not covered before that will involve a little bit of video gaming again, so I'm very excited. And then probably Alien after that. Interesting. Yeah. You guys are, you guys are wetting your pants with excitement, I can tell. Yes. Woo! <laughs>
I'm just happy that you've parked it so we could talk about Alien more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, expect more Alien on the podcast next week. Fantastic. Great.